And I'm Genevieve. Welcome to Let's Adult, the podcast designed to ask the question, are we adulting yet? Join us every Tuesday where we will be discussing the trials and tribulations of adulting in the modern world. We will be sharing our personal stories of all those not-so-cute messes we've made along the way. You can find us streaming now on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. I think it's safe to say that we are all aware of how easy it is to completely destroy your life in one year. In fact, uh, from personal experience, I may even (laughs) argue that you could do so in as little as one day or an hour or a couple of shots of tequila. It really depends. Um, (laughs) But oh, the stories we could get into. Oh, I know. I know. We're going to try to focus on the changing for the positive, not for the drunken mistakes that we've made over the years, because there are enough of them. Um, But today we want to ask the question, is it possible to change your life for the better in one year? So we are going to be talking about um, really, really changing it. So changing for the better, not just like a new hairdo, which Sonia is so fantastically good at. And it does feel like your life has changed all in that one little session. But we're talking dramatic change, a complete 180. Yes. Is it possible? Who knows? Do we need to change ourselves? Why are we doing it? Is it because we authentically feel we mm-hmm. need to improve a toxic behavior or thought process? Or are we changing because somebody in our lives told us we need to, or we feel pressured to conform? When I personally come up with my lists, I am usually doing something to, ch- to externally, to change something externally so that my life will be better. I need to lose weight. I need to make more money. I need to whatever. And the reality is that I've already done that and it doesn't work. It doesn't work because I'm not changing the problem, the toxic behavior or the toxic thought process. So what we would like to encourage Mm -hmm. you guys to do this year is to go deep. That's so naughty. Not that kind of resolution, people. We are, we mean go deep as in like deeper into your subconscious, deeper into the root of the problem and the source of all of your dissatisfaction. So this year, we challenge you that, um, you know, when you make that resolution list to ask yourself, why am I doing it? Instead of, you know, going on that diet, if you want to lose weight, think about why you feel you need to lose weight. Or if you want to make more money or change your career, look into why you feel so dissatisfied with what you're doing now and why the change is even necessary. I think I said this on the last episode. I had a conversation recently with one of my clients and she said, you should go back to school just to finish my degree. And it dawned on me at that moment that I'm doing exactly what I want to do. I have my dream career, my dream job. I make enough money to support my family and travel. I am not without anything. I I have everything that I need, but I also have this little voice inside of my head. You should be doing more. And the challenge for myself this year is instead of making resolutions to just sit with the idea that I am already enough. I have enough. I'm doing enough. I am enough. It's a new year and that means it's time to make a list of resolutions, right? 
Here at the Let's Adult Podcast, we say wrong. Wrong. If your resolution starts with the words, I should, do yourself a favor and end the insanity now. I should lose weight. I should save money. I should get a promotion. I should find the love of my life and settle down. This year, instead of jumping on the next fad diet or investment scheme, we suggest you take a couple of days to sit quietly with yourself and really pay attention to what you want. I want to travel more. I want to learn to use power tools or a new language. I want to feel comfortable in my own skin and focus on self-love. Pay attention to what's going on. Learning how to use your vibrator does not count as a power tool. Just FYI. Listen, I just read an article that if you masturbate twice a week, you improve the longevity of your life by like years. Oh my God. I'm not living till 200 then because I do that twice a day. So (laughs) I'm immortal. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if that's really how it worked? Uh, yeah, that'd be, although men would last forever and women would die quickly. Soapbox warning in our society, it's appropriate for a man to masturbate, but not for a lady. Mm-hmm. For a lady. Mm. Yeah, you gotta be mm. a lady about it. Okay. Pay attention to what is going to make your spirit happy. Is it selling everything and living in a van? Is it going back to school and finally finishing that degree? If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that life is short and nothing Literally nothing is guaranteed. This year, we encourage you to really listen to what makes you the most fulfilled and focus your energy on doing that. Um, now, originally, when you had typed this up, Sonia, you said selling everything and living in a van down by the river. And I'm really disappointed that you did not <laughs> read it that way. But anyway. Um, Where did that from? Uh, that's Saturday Night Live. Chris Farley, uh, he does living in a van down by the river. You can like hire him to come to your house and yell at your children and try and like convince yeah. them to get onto the path of like progress, like into being successful. Otherwise, you're going to end up like him in a van down by the river. Anyway, it's fantastic. I- and- I assumed that's where you were yeah. going with that. So I'm a little, <laughs> a little bummed. <laughs> I could redo it if you want, but no, no, I, no, I, no, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't even recognize that that was a thing uh, until you just said that. And now I can see him like doing the weird belt shuffle. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but isn't it, it's kind of, it, it's absolutely crazy to me. I mean, crazy in a really good way that, God bless the millennials. You guys are really shaking things up in a really positive way. And I freaking love it. But Mm -hmm. when I was growing up, I graduated high school in 96. And like you're, you had two options. You were either a complete loser or you went to college. And if you Mm -hmm. didn't go to college, your life was over and you were going to end up in a van down by the river. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, then the millennials are born. God bless them. Mm -hmm. And now everybody's selling everything and they're, pimping out these incredible buses and vans like nicer than my house and traveling around the country and like it's it's global now like I see posts about this happening in Australia and through Thailand and it's just it's incredible and of course they have jobs where they can do this Mm -hmm. right like I can't yeah, most of it is social media. That's one thing that the right. millennials have kind of created. And I'll admit, 
I hate it because I resent it. My, I'm like, because <laughs> you want to do it. Yes, I'm a cusper generation. So I, I am going to school and I did go to college and now here I have student debts, but you know, you can't do anything with a bachelor's degree in psychology. So you got to just continue to go to school or figure something else out. And so I right. think it's more resentment that they get to create an entire livable wage off of posting social media content. That's insanity to me. I'm so jealous. Like I wish that I could just post pictures of food all day and travel the world eating it and still have someone pay my way to get to Thailand to eat the food that I'm going to post pictures of. You millennials are doing it right. Don't get me wrong. I think this is just yeah, you know, green with jealousy over here. <laughs> and I, I think the argument is that that is possible for you. It's mm -hmm. just not something we were raised with. And I think that a lot of people who live in vans <laughs> down by the river, down by the river, um, do a lot of things with technology where they don't have to be in a building. They can just mm -hmm. do it from their laptop. And yeah. uh, I, I actually asked this question a lot when I was doing my cross-country trip in September. I guess it wasn't cross-country, but my trip to Colorado in September, mm -hmm. I ended up in a lot of parking lots with a lot of vans say yeah. that in 1996 and your mom calls a therapist say mm -hmm. it in 2020 and people were like oh my god i'm so jealous mm -hmm. <laughs> which was there but i had a lot of conversations with people and they're like yeah i work six months out of the year and the rest of the time i travel and it's like what the hell are you doing and it all was tech stuff it was all designing websites or you know you could do it literally anywhere and they just work and then travel and that is that is my ideal. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't do that with my career. That's the only downside to my career is that I, I have to be in the same place so that people can come to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, similar to my future <laughs> career, you probably could pick up gigs or kind of like do temporary work wherever you are at. But you and I are in physical mm -hmm. labor jobs where we like do have to do tangible things and touch our mm -hmm. client, whoever is like paying us we need to be kind of hands on mm -hmm. and interact with them. So we aren't afforded that opportunity to sit, you know, anywhere we want to on a beach somewhere by ourselves with those in the sand with a laptop in front of us. That's not really our reality. No, no. Yeah. Although my next life for sure. That is, oh my gosh, absolutely. I think that, I think that's where we're going. I think that's where we're headed, especially after COVID, because there's so many companies who realize that they don't have to pay for the brick and mortar, that mm -hmm. their companies are still thriving with people being home. And, yeah. you know, I think that the traveling, especially in vans, has increased exponentially because people don't have to live in the city anymore. They can go anywhere. I have lived in the city that I'm in now for longer than I've ever lived anywhere in my life. And I always wanted to plant roots and like have a family home and a community and whatnot. Cause I didn't have that growing up. Now that I don't have a husband anymore, I realize that authentically, I don't want to do that. I feel trapped. I feel stuck. And I just want to, like, I don't mind having a home base, but I want to get the hell out. Yeah. I want a van with a toilet and a bed and I want to go. <laughs> drive drive baby drive that's right that's right well we and got so off of, we got 
we got no, that's this. perfect. We're going to circle it back because that is for some people, a very realistic new year's resolution. That is a very realistic mm-hmm. want and something that they can strive for. So we are telling our listeners, take that thing, take that idea of what you want and will make you the most happy and write it down. Mm-hmm. Declare it to yourself, declare it to the universe, make it something that others know you are actively pursuing to hold yourself accountable and then work Mm -hmm. towards it. And that's something as simple as making a list of the steps that need to happen to get you there. And once those steps have been written down, start tackling them one by one until you reach that goal and you are well on your way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what makes it so attainable, right? Is that you have you have a goal or a desire and then you break it down so that every month or week or whatever, you're achieving that little moment, right? I want to lose 50 pounds and then Mm -hmm. I have a cheat day and I feel like shit because I haven't lost any weight. So I just give up. But instead of saying I want to lose 50 pounds, I just want to lose a pound. Tiny bites. Tiny (laughs) bites because most of the time progress, much like recovery of any kind is this cyclical forward upward motion, right? Like we make progress Mm -hmm. and we get towards it, but then we kind of fall down the hill again. We pick ourselves up. We move a little further than we were when we last fell down, but then we slide backwards, never as far as the last time we saw slide backwards, but then we make progress again. This is a constant little cyclone moving up the hill to the top of Mount Everest. This is just how progress happens. And it's so important to allow Mm -hmm. yourself to have those mistakes and setbacks and forgive yourself. And most importantly, learn from them and figure out if you're still on the right path and how you how you continue to move forward on it, if that's what you want. So what happened in our society that made us think that we need to achieve everything immediately. Is it the way we were brought up? Is it because of television, video games? Like what can we blame? Because we all yeah. feel that way, right? Yeah, until we come. We all up feel to like if it's if it, if we're not Yeah. If we're not succeeding immediately, then we're a failure and we might as well not even try. Yeah. I think it's Ugh. a combination of keeping up with the Joneses. And, you know, mm-hmm. kind of not just social media, but early stages of media, television shows, the perfect household. I mean, seeing two twin beds in a parent's bedroom on TV is a perfect example because that's never a reality. There's one large queen bed in your parent's bedroom when you go walk down the hall. No, don't no parents like splitting mm-hmm. up in their beds. So it's a combination of that and then a combination of our society really getting onto instant gratification. So there's always a negative to the positive. We just talked about how fantastic it is that millennials can create an entire lifestyle and an income off of the internet and the tech industry. But then there's also that flip side of instant gratification and this climate and culture that it's created where things happen right now. I get my information right now. I don't go to the library and go through the index, look where my book is, look where the information is, grab a bunch of like write down the aisle numbers and the dot codes and then go down each aisle and look for the textbook to figure out the answer to my question. I type it into a Google search box and the answer is there within seconds. And if it's not, there's something wrong with your internet. Waiter, sir, what is the Wi-Fi code? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. God, I used, you to, know? I used to love the smell of libraries. 
I haven't been in a library in so long, but those little index yeah. card thing. Oh, mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah. And who knows? Some of our listeners may have no idea what we're even talking about, but there there's a system and you like go look for your information in these very tiny little square drawers and they will tell you how everything is coded and categorized in the, in the library. Is that the and Dewey decimal system? The, the Dewey that decimal system. Yeah. 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 I'm glad I know that. I don't know why I'm glad I know that, but I am. <laughs> it's so great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Genevieve. Yeah. Genevieve. Yes. Do you have a list? Did you create a list? Are you resolving anything this year? I am actively working towards bettering myself in the following ways. You like how I worded that? <laughs> I do. Um <laughs> <laughs> no shits here. So I made, yeah, I made the very horrible mistake of looking at my total student loan balance as of right now, and I'm not quite done with school yet, so it's not even the final number. Um, but I am only seven thousand away from a hundred thousand dollars in debt at the moment, um, and I still have another year of school, so I'm going to be well over that and probably closer to the two hundred mark than I will be closer to the one hundred mark. Um, So I started looking up again, as I have in the past, but of course, now we're getting closer, I'm getting more serious about how do I make sure to be as financially well off and comfortable as possible in light of this crippling debt that our corrupted society has created for individuals who want to better themselves with education. That's a different Mm -hmm. soapbox, but Mm -hmm. we'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we do have some government programs in place uh, that do benefit uh, medical professionals or anyone who will end up in the nonprofit sector. Um, so my goal this year is to make sure that I am dotting all my I's and crossing all my T's for getting set up to find employment in a qualified not-for-profit sector where I can um take part in that federal relief. It's a forgiveness program after Mm -hmm. 10 years or so. Um, So that's part of my goal. I will also be kind of, you know, tightening the belt, so to say, on my own, making sure that I work for a nonprofit company according to this federal program. Then I will have my very large loans or whatever's left of them forgiven after 10 years of payments. And of course, it is extremely difficult to make sure that you qualify for this. And they are very, very good about turning down probably 80% of the applicants every year because of the tiny little fine print. Um, So I'm just doing my best this year to make sure I've done all of my homework so that Mm -hmm. when I get a job upon graduation, I hit the ground running. The other side of that financial wellness is stop spending money on food I don't need so that I can be in a better place financially living off of student loans. Mm-hmm. And then um, what is my other goal? That's pretty money driven. I feel like I've made a lot of progress in all of my other personal areas. I think I've done a really good job with my relationships. Or at least I've gotten to a very comfortable spot. So I don't think that there is anything for relationships, except that I'm always, always striving to love myself more. Mm -hmm. So that will always be every year's list. Yeah. I love that. 
I love that so much. It's yeah. it's rare that that's ever on my list. And this year, um, quite honestly, I I don't have the headspace to figure out what I want to resolve for 2021 because I don't I don't even know how to compartmentalize that. Well, first of all, let's just talk about the fact that I have an amazing learning disability where my thoughts are faster than my words. So I have these amazing pauses that I have to edit out all the time. And sometimes I just have to stop and let the thoughts catch up with my mouth. So essentially in, for 2021, I don't really see a point in, God, does that sound negative? I don't see a point in making resolutions because we don't even know what the hell we're doing. Like I can't make... I can't really make any business resolutions because I don't know if I'm going to be legally allowed to operate. Although the state board still wants me to, to renew my license. (laughs) I just can't use it legally. Right. And uh, I'm already doing the self-love thing. Something that I, I feel like I need to resolve. I feel really good about the progress that I've made in the, in the self-love area. I think the only thing that I feel like I can honestly put energy into is this podcast. And quite frankly, this podcast has helped save me on several occasions when I've been in a really dark space because it's something I can focus on. It's something I love to do. Um, And I just want to continue doing that. I want to continue building this. I want to continue getting listeners and just creating some really amazing, um, content, not just for you guys. I mean, selfishly speaking, I, I started this podcast with Sophia because I had a question. And whenever I ask people, are you adulting? I just asked a friend of mine today who's in her fifties. Are you an adult yet? Like, did you make it? (laughs) And she's like, yeah. And she's like, well, I mean, I pay my mortgage and I have a job and I've raised five kids. And, you know, I mean, like she's going down the list that we all go down, but she's like, I don't, I don't feel like an adult half the time. I was like, yeah, me too. So I need to be an adult. What I'm trying to say is that there's a legitimate question here that I feel is a really fun topic to continue ask because I don't think we're ever going to find the answer. And I feel like there's so many people out there that have stories and uh, situations that have happened. My, my, I guess my point is that we have a really good thing going here. We have a great topic. We have a, a great conversation. I have an amazing uh, co-host who's freaking brilliant with words and thoughts. Thank just spew nonsense. And she helps me to organize everything. So to see this really expand, we could get sponsors because it'd be nice paid for itself. And more importantly, so that we continue this thought, this idea, right? So that we can get more listeners to, to add their two cents to, I love it when you guys DM us or email us or whatever. Uh, you guys should talk about this or this just happened in my life. And like, yeah, oh my God, me too. And I just want more of that. I want to be more of this community and more, I want to be more involved with you guys. And during quarantine, that 
connection has really saved my brain. We do absolutely love, love doing this. And I know this community that we've been able to kind of make is, is really been fantastic. So mm-hmm. the goal is to just continue doing what we're doing and let it grow, let it grow from here. So um, it's yeah. okay to not have personal goals. Um, I think that's also one of the messages we we're trying to convey that it's okay to not know what you want to better because right now it's just about getting through. Like it's just about surviving. <laughs> um, and that's, yeah. that's so, uh, that's so on topic for many of us right now. That's, mm-hmm. that's such a reality for thousands of Americans at this point. So, um, yeah, do, you know, just do what you're capable of doing and, um, keep, keep trucking on, man. You know, as Dory would say, just keep swimming, right? Just keep swimming. Oh my God. Just keep swimming. And sometimes that just means don't get out of bed. Yeah. Uh, I have a, um, a listener that is also a friend and, uh, she said the other day, I was listening to your podcast and you were talking about how you were really, um, like disheveled or, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't feel like you were, right with the world you're having a hard time in a dark place sort of speak and i was like yeah mm-hmm. yes since august like i was good until august and then when we lost the salon i i lost there was there was some breakdown and i've just been trying to hold on to what's left and she said in real life you come off really put together like you you hide that really well and I wonder sometimes, which is why I'm being so open and honest about it on this podcast is like how many of us are walking around like zombies trying to pull it off when inside we are suffering. Like I'm going to, I'm going to suggest that most of us are doing this, right? Unless you're one of the lucky ones that this is, this COVID situation has not affected you in any way. (laughs) I don't know who you are, but God bless you because the rest of us are just, (laughs) just trying to make it. And I don't mean to try to pull it off. I I, I don't go out into public and um, like try to fake my way through it because I just don't have the energy for it. I guess what I'm saying is I want to give you all permission to just be where you are right now. And that's okay. And if you're pulling it together and you're doing a great job, fantastic. Good for you. If you're barely getting out of bed every morning, that's okay too. I I ran out of mascara about two weeks ago and I just didn't. Why? (laughs) I wear a mask everywhere. I have fog up. You can't see shit. So I just walk around looking like I'm sick all the time. It's fine. I'll buy mascara later. <laughs> it doesn't, you do not look sick. My goodness. But I mean, at least that's one less thing to do in the morning. Literally. Yeah. I'm do like the bare minimum. I, I might as well be in a van down by the river. Because <laughs> I'm not putting any effort into anything. <laughs> except this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh God. Well, and it's, it is okay. No matter where you are at on that spectrum of handling it, not handling it. Um, You know, as the year comes to an end, most of us do make New Year's resolutions, but 
um, you know, we're we're kind of begging the question of are they necessary? And if you're going to do them, are they really something that you want to do on a deep inner child level? Or is it something that you're feeling compelled to do because society is expecting it of you? Or it's something that you think is going to make you happy, but you haven't done the work and done the introspection enough to figure out whether or not it's something you truly desire um, or if it's there for external reasons. So uh, in light of those individuals who are making lists and are kind of going towards that betterment uh, throughout the next year on any level, um, we have a couple of things uh, to help. We have some important things to remember once you get started. So just a couple of quick things. Uh, first, my favorite, um, I handpicked this one to talk about because I enjoy it <laughs> so much. Um, get rid of toxic people. Uh, this is so much harder than it sounds like it is, um, but it will benefit you in ways that, oh man, I, I just can't even, I can't even describe. It's something that you have to experience for yourself. Getting rid of toxic people is literally a weight off of your shoulders. And it really does feel like that. I know for me, I wear a lot of my tension in my shoulders and I clench my jaw and my neck. Um, and those people in my life create that. Uh, so I always have to kind of check in and see, you know, what's going on and who is, who's adding more harm than benefit to my life. And sometimes it's as simple as creating boundaries. And then sometimes it's as hard as letting them go when they are clearly creating a situation where they're trying to exit out of your life. Yeah. And then letting them go when they do like really letting them go of saying, you know, how, are, why are you acting this way? And I need an explanation or I need to understand better or how could you be this crazy? You need to like, you know, there's always those people that you just need to understand how they could possibly be so insane it's not your place and it's definitely not worth your time and trouble. If they are giving you all the signs that say, I'm a little too batshit crazy and I'm making my exit, wish them farewell and send them a brown bag lunch. Yeah. And toxic people is, you know, we, we immediately go to this idea of some crazy person who's destroying your life, some narcissistic person or whatever. And the reality of the situation is that toxic people don't aren't necessarily toxic to everybody. They're, they might be toxic to you and your lifestyle and your boundaries and your whatever, but they might fit somebody else completely perfectly. So let them go. Let them go find their people. And then you go find your people. <laughs> Hopefully those people are not toxic. Exactly it. I think that we could do an entire episode on toxic people Ooh, yeah. as well. There's a list of people who think I'm toxic. Could you imagine? How could that be possible? Okay. Number two on our list, stay committed even when things get tough. This is such a hard thing for me. I have this thing in my brain. If it's hard, it's not right. It, everything should be easy. And that's okay. Because if you really, really want it and it's really, really important to you, you'll do it despite it being tough. There's a lot of situations in my life that really sucked. And they were really hard to get through, but it was important enough for me to, to achieve it, that I did it anyway. Like losing 80 pounds, for example, was freaking the worst because I gave up sugar and flour. 
sugar and flour, you guys. No candy, no cakes, no pastries, no bread, none of that. It was gone out of my life. And I worked really hard with a personal trainer and I got up every morning and I did what I needed to do. And then one day the weight was off and that feeling was incredible. Then I realized that the weight didn't freaking matter because there's all these shadow features that caused the weight gain to begin with. So then I started doing that work and it was even worse than giving up the flour and sugar because now I have to look at all of the skeletons in my closet and all of the reasons why I ate. And I'm still doing that and it's still tough, but I'm committed to it because I know that the outcome is going to be so good. Like once I get past the family trauma and the childhood trauma and sexual abuse and all of these other issues that I'm working on, like when I finally let those go, it's going to be wonderful. Well, and as you went through that deep process, you brought up a very good point for number three, and that's learn from your mistakes. And, you know, if you think that the goal is to lose the weight and then you realize after you've reached that goal that there were actually other things that were contributing, that's kind of, in a way, a mistake, Uh, like a misrecognition of what the cause was, right? So back to the drawing board. All right, now I need to take care of these components of my life and better myself in different ways. So mistakes don't necessarily have to be wrong answers or, you know, mistakes don't necessarily have to be cheat days. It's just a learning experience, no matter how you slice it. It's you identifying, oh, I could have done this differently. Or maybe my message to learn was different throughout this experience. So learning from your mistakes is number three um, and a really, really important one to remember as you kind of work through this this progress. Because like we said, it, it's bound to happen. There are going to be setbacks and there are going to be mishaps. And if you don't learn from those, that progress stops. Failing forward is one of my favorite um tidbits in my brain when I, when I fuck something up, I'm like, Oh, Oh, look at that. I'm failing forward. Cause if you're conscious of it and you look at it, acknowledge it, you won't make that same mistake again. Number four is to keep building your skill set. This is fantastic, especially when it comes to mistakes, because obviously every time you make a mistake, you learn something new, right? You're learning a skill set. And you're able to build on top of that and maybe possibly not make the the same mistake twice because you have the skill. Yeah, that skill set um, doesn't necessarily need to be a trade or um, new techie knowledge or anything like that. A skill set is maybe even the ability to have better introspection or better awareness of your triggers and Um, just that ability to have, you know, right there at your tool belt kind of, all right, I know how to handle these triggers and I know how to kind of subside those urges or readdress kind of what's going on or center myself, get grounded again and start over. And those, that skill set could mean so many different things. It doesn't need to be power tools and your vibrator. (laughs) It could be how to navigate your own emotions. And I think that this, this list that we're 
giving providing to you guys is not just about i mean the okay let me rethink this here's my brain you guys are looking at my brain in real real time this episode is about resolutions it's about making resolutions at the beginning of the year and how are you going to see those resolutions through fruition right because most of the time we make a resolution and by january 12th we're done like we're we're we've, we've stopped the resolution and we're kicking ourselves because we can't possibly achieve anything and we're big fat failures so we're trying to give you a platform or or a, a path on how you can, can uh, achieve these um, resolutions. And the way to achieve the resolutions is by determining what it is that you want to resolve and the steps on how you're going to resolve it. And then these things that we're telling you now is some of the things that might help you along the way or through each step. So building a skill set is so important because in order to get through each step, you're going to have to fail a little bit, probably. You're going to have to stay committed to get to the next place. And you're going to have to take the skills that you're learning through each step to the next step in order to achieve what you're trying to achieve or resolve what you're trying to resolve. And I'm not sure that you guys all needed that definition or that explanation, but in my brain, I needed to find the path of what we're fucking talking about today. <laughs> Didn't mind that look. And there, there where go. are we going? That puts it into perspective for all of us, I think. Number five is hustle in silence mm -hmm. and let that success make the noise for you. So I love this one. I'm not very good at this one. I think I do everything in silence. So the success isn't really seen either. I don't, I am very good at um, just suffering in silence is what I usually do. Best. <laughs> I don't really express. Not tooting your own horn. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I just suffer in silence. I don't know that it's even hustling and I don't know that it's very successful. And I don't know that anyone hears anything on either side. Um, I just am really good at suffering in silence. And this is one I have to try and get better at for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as your friend, we see your success. Like we, we do not see the hustle in you or, or the, the, um, the trauma or anything else. We, every, you keep everything really close to your heart. And when you succeed, the hardest thing about you, Genevieve, is that when you succeed and everyone's like, oh my God, Genevieve, you're so amazing. You're still quiet in a corner going, Oh no, it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like I just I just got my master's degree in a medical field, but it's, it's really not that big of a deal. So we're fine. Like what the fuck well, are you kidding? Technically I don't have it yet. So see there you see, go. you're you're doing it already. You're still doing it. Get louder, Genevieve. You're 12 months away from having this. And you're a straight A student. So I'm going to go ahead and say that you're going to get it. And you're going to be like, I don't know if valedictorian is correct, but you're definitely going to have one of those fancy sashes that says that you were top of the class. Can't and you're still going to be sitting here. I know. And you're going to still be sitting here going, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, it's no big deal. <laughs> so anyway, this leads us to number six, our final tip for you guys, which is invest in yourself, which obviously Genevieve is doing. She's investing in herself, in her dreams, in her possibilities. And it's brilliant to watch. 
I've watched this kid. I'm going to call you a kid because I met you and you were a kid and you will always forever be in my mind, a kid. And you came, you were this little bubbly spunky girl who just got into Sac state. You were going to go conquer the world. And here we are. And you're fucking doing it. You're doing it. It's amazing. (laughs) I only have two more kids to get through college and then I'll be a successful parent. Wait, that was you are right. a successful parent. My goodness. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. So back to investing in yourself. This is probably the most important thing that we can talk about today, which is if you are not investing in yourself, it's never going to work. And I know we keep going back to the weight loss thing. That is the number one resolution in America, which is why I keep it going is. back to it. Yeah. I think, I think at, at every point, anyone who's listening has, can honestly say that it's either the goal every year, or it has at least been once the goal to mm-hmm. lose weight. So that's why I keep going back to it. If your goal is to lose weight this year and you do not invest in yourself as in buying good food for you to eat or seeing a therapist who are, who's going to help you get through this or investing in a personal trainer who's going to hold you accountable. If you don't invest in yourself, it will not work. 100% guaranteed it will not work. And that goes for any resolution. You you are the most important person in the world. And if you don't invest in yourself, you cannot be successful because nobody else is going to do it. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'll continue off of that and, and say, you know, when we say these things, it it does come off a little selfish and it seems selfish. Um, But just remember that you, you can't help the passenger next to you until your oxygen mask is on first. Um, So this is not a, Mm -hmm. a selfish thing. This is a necessity for you to be able to be that person that makes change in the world and helps others and makes things better. And, is the shining beacon for others to follow. So don't think of it as a, a selfish thing and, you know, oh, well, you can't work it into your budget or you can't work it into your time or your schedule or someone else needs it more. Um, they won't successfully get it until you get it until every, everyone needs to be able to find the best version of themselves to be in a place to help everyone else around them. Could you imagine if this world did this. If the people, if the 7 billion people in this world were capable or had the tools to just focus on themselves, and I'm not talking about in a selfish way, yeah, the way we they're think very about good selfishness. At selfish right now, you know, they're very good at that. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, if you just talk about, let's just talk about religion for a second. Let's just get on that motherfucking soapbox. If we just talk about religion for a second, if every single person who had a an idea of creation kept it to themselves and just had a, a relationship between themselves and God mm-hmm. and didn't worry about everybody else and their relationships between themselves and God, how would that change this world? Just that would be yeah. huge, right? Huge. If, if instead yeah. of... Yeah. I mean, how many TV shows would not exist if we invested in ourselves and paid attention to ourselves? Mm-hmm. Like how many TV shows out there are completely centered around watching other people fuck up? <laughs> yeah. All of them, right? 
But yeah, yeah. Or at least the re- at least the reality shows. Anyway, I think that investing in yourself could change the world. And I I hope that everybody who's listening does that. I yes, hope you'll please. do that. <laughs> so in conclusion, <laughs> is it possible to change your entire life in one year? Yes. We believe mm-hmm. it is, but not in the normal sense. We believe that you can change your life 100% with your thoughts, your self-talk, and your gratitude. And if you mm-hmm. go internally and you and you solve the, your own personal problems in yourself, and you don't look at any external, it doesn't matter who... Um, hurt you or who separated from you or who abandoned you or who cheated on you or who stole your job or your position or it doesn't matter any of that which is a hard concept to understand but if you let all of that trauma go and you just focus on yourself and your inner child and what's hurting in you and you solve that problem your life will 100% change in one year yeah. So do yourself a favor, dig deep, go deep and find go those deep. things that uh, you really, really want. And, you know, will make you happy. <laughs> we are the biggest ch- children on the planet. Well, isn't that the point? I mean, we're adulting, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teenagers. Are we though? Like- yeah, we're teenagers. Well, not even teenagers. We're like nine-year-olds that just found our genitalia. And we're like, hee, 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 giggle, giggle. Can we have a tree fort? We absolutely must have a tree fort. So, wait, yeah. Wait, could you wait. imagine if we had a let's adult fucking tree fort with like a sign that said no adults welcome or something like no kids? I don't know. Oh, my brain is, we got to call those people who make the tree houses that you can live in. Yeah. Okay, everyone, join Patreon now so that we can construct a tree house (laughs) fort. (laughs) Our recording studio is going to be in a tree house. Oh, my God. You guys can all come. You guys can all come. We'll make it big enough for everyone. We'll have a boardroom. (gasps) I've always wanted a tree fort. With a boardroom? Always. (laughs) At least a picnic table underneath. Like, if yeah, everyone's coming. Like yeah. 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 For sure. Oh, that would be so amazing. I love that idea. <laughs> Me so, too. On, on that note, we should probably um, say goodbye to these, these wonderful listeners. Yep. Happy New Year, everyone. It's been yeah. it's gonna... a fantastic disaster, but we made it through. <laughs> We made it through, you guys. We made it through the worst year in modern history. And mm-hmm. 2021, I'm not going to say a damn thing about it because I'm not jinxing. I'm not going to be the one that jinxes this year. Yeah. I do, yeah. however, have, yeah, I have high hopes. I have high hopes. And if that just means going internally and solving some of my own internal issues, I have high hopes for 2021. Thanks so much for joining us. Look for this and other episodes on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and 
Spotify. Visit letsadultpod.com now for more information on episodes, how to support us, and where to follow us. And don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, comment, and share so we can continue to ask the question, are we adulting adulting yet? yet? (laughs) Ha <laughs> <laughs>